Well, we're going to be taking a look at the bond market now. South African bonds have uh, strengthened slightly shortly before uh, mid-today to uh, day to day uh, tracking some of the gains that has come through on the local unit uh, of course after having uh, experienced last week's sell-off so even though the local unit sitting above that 14 against the dollar mark still it has pulled away from last week's uh, trough uh, by the close we had uh, the benchmark R186 sitting at 9.18% from yesterday's 9.27% uh, the R207 bid at 7.89% and that from yesterday's 7.98%. We're joined on the line now by Jonathan Myerson, who's head of fixed interest at Granite Asset Management, for more on what's been playing out in that space specifically. Thanks so much, Jonathan, for having joined us uh, on the line this evening. So uh, let's start off uh, with uh, reports that we've seen come through. Outflows from the bond market last week amounting to almost 8 billion rand, the biggest uh, weekly outflow since November 2016. Is this the new trend that's to be expected given tighter monetary uh, policy stance that's being taken globally right now. Uh, good evening, Alicia. The, I'm not sure that we should um, jump to that conclusion yet. I think there's still um, pretty good prospects for emerging market bonds, um, considering that the global um, central banks are expected to raise rates. But it's still, I think um, there's pretty much um, a expectation that it's still going to be very moderate. And you know, with the announcement that um, the new chairman of the Fed is going to be uh, more of a dove than a hawk. Um, I'm not too sure that this is a trend that we should consider for all emerging markets. I think it's more of a specific issue for South Africa over the last few weeks. South Africa specifically as a result of some of the own goals we've been scoring and of course uh, event risks will be plaguing the market until at least December. Is that uh, expected to keep foreign buying limited? Uh, and within that context, are you seeing any opportunity as a local investor, Jonathan? So I've got no doubt that it's going to uh, keep foreign investors as, lo as well as local investors on their, on their toes in the next few weeks. Um, I'm not too sure that anyone's taking um, particularly big positions, um, despite the fact that there's, I think, some decent risk premium that's already priced in in the domestic markets. Um, the, the set of events or the, 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 the sequence that um, could unfold in the next few weeks is just too difficult to call um, if you think about the rating agencies and mm -hmm. the implications of what could happen if they do downgrade South Africa even though that's not most people's base case, um, that they will downgrade in the next few weeks. So certainly the base case for most investors um, who I've spoken to is that the downgrade will happen, um, if not by the end of this year, then sometimes next year, um, with the implications that uh, foreigners will essentially, will, as we've mentioned many times before, will have to sell um, some of the exposure to South African bonds. So take us through the activity that played out at today's bond auction specifically. It was a good auction, um, considering that, um, as you mentioned earlier, the yields, um, certainly this morning, were pretty much at the highs that we've seen so, since, um, well, you have to go back to 2016 sometime. Um, yields on the 186 were at um, 9.27 this morning at the time of the auction, and some investors saw decent opportunities there. The auction wasn't as strong as last week's, but it was, I think, all considering pretty good. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is this is the last week in which the auction size is only going to be 2.65 billion um, that is now going to increase from the, um, the 14th that's next week to um, 3 billion a week 
So that's an increase of um, a substantial amount, sorry, 3.3 billion a week, which increases the, the, um, the monthly um, supply of bonds by over 3 billion. So I think all in all, the National Treasury should be um, satisfied with the demand for bonds today, but I'm not sure that one should read too much into it. Absolutely. Of course, uh, that increase in auction levels for both uh, the fixed rate and inflation-linked bond auctions were very much uh, anticipated. It's in response to the revised revenue shortfall projections that, uh, that have come through. Uh, what do you see this doing as, uh, to cost uh, off funding for government from here on out, Jonathan? I think uh, you're right, it has been anticipated. Um, after the medium-term budgets, it was quite clear that they need to borrow more. Um, on average, on aggregate, I'd say that um, the cost of funding is going to increase, but it's not so much the weekly auction that's going to make the major difference. It's the outcome of uh, both the rating agency's decision and um, the ANC conference and the, the uh, willingness of government to tackle the financial um, or the fiscal um, conundrum which um, they've put us in. Yeah. What do you have your eye on as we close out the rest of this week, uh, Jonathan, uh, moving into next week? Um, th there's not much by way of date. There's um, some um, uh, mining and uh, manufacturing data which should uh, come out on, I think it's Thursday, uh, which overall is probably likely to confirm that the third quarter um, was maybe a little bit stronger in terms of economic growth than um, market um, expectations have been. Um, but again, it's not like a number that's going to um, give sufficient uh, encouragement to the market. So I think it's um, really people waiting to see if the rating agencies are going to wait for the 24th of, um, of November or they're going to um, make any statements sooner than that. My base guess is that they will wait and um, probably not downgrade but just um, put a very serious warning and put us on what they call a rating watch. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jonathan, let's leave it there. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. Jonathan Myerson is head of fixed interest at Granite Asset Management.